yo, hey yo. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. You know what? Hey everybody, this is Ash, and um, this is the 30-something episode of Not Your Average Netizens. It's probably the 20-something, but I'm just, I'm guessing. Um, Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. Um, what is likely uh, the case at this point is you've probably got a couple of episodes to listen to, and that is my fault because I'm a bit behind. Um, life is um, catching up to me after vacation, so I'm just trying to get things in order. Um, but uh, we appreciate you guys that are still listening to us and um, communicating with us and um, like what we do. So, really appreciate it. Um, we've got a expanded group of podcasters today and very happy to announce the return of our dear friend, Mr. Mr. Europe. Mr. Noah. Mr. Hi guys, I'm back. <laughs> yes, he is back, and he has got things to say. Yes, and mm, yes, I do. <laughs> and um, uh, um, Kiara is also here. Hey everyone. Shannon, Miss Cat Lady. Hey guys. Tim, Murdy, hey. Murda. How's it going? And of course, me, Ash. Um, and we're just gonna, you know, talk about what's been happening in the past week as far as K-pop is concerned. Um, uh, yeah, so if, um, you're unpretty, I'm pretty, if you're pretty, I'm unpretty, I don't oh, know. Here we go. What is it? How's the song go? That's the thing that everyone's just, talking just about now. Just, no, nobody wants to talk about the song. Just, what's the song? <laughs> You're unpretty, I'm pretty, I'm unpretty, you're pretty. Yeah, let's start with oh, unpretty rap star. Let's just start with that. Um, I know um, we've got some videos on deck that I'm going to upload um, this week. Um, one of them is uh, Tim has been giving his opinions on unpretty rap star, and uh, I'm assuming you're going to be continuing that as the show goes on. Yeah, I'll um, watch all the episodes and all that good stuff. <laughs> um, I feel like this one has got a lot of hype around it just because we've got a lot of idol singers on here and um, uh, a lot of uh, just uh, unexpectedness that's going on. Um, and, you know, the girls, uh, the contestants recently released a video uh, uh 
recording where they did like a little showcase and they each did had a little rap. And um, yeah, I mean, people are already kind of placing bets. And, you know, I I didn't really watch the first one, so I, I kind of I have a vague notion of what the show is about. And I mean, who knows? They might change up the format for this season, for all I know. But um, as far as I know, I mean, it's like any other reality show. You know, they're thriving on drama. I do know, like I, I read somewhere uh, recently, Yubin uh, has, uh, she's uh, favorited or she's friends with Casper and Gilmay on uh, Instagram or Twitter or one that on social on social media in general. So they're already you know friends with each other and stuff. So basically, you know, just get ready for a lot of reality show shenanigans. Um, I will say Yezi um, from Fi uh, Fiesta is getting a lot of good um, feedback so far, deservedly. Um, she did pretty. She's done pretty good, and um, the videos that have been released so far. And um, I've always liked her as far as um, the Fiesta songs I've heard. I, you know, thought she was pretty, pretty good rapper, and you know, she's shown that she's got skills. Um, uh, as far as everyone else, I, I feel like there hasn't really been enough really yet to kind of show. I. I'll say up front, I'm a Yubin stan, so I want her to do well. But, you know, as so far she's done all right, but, you know, she's got to, you know, step her game up. Um, if we're quoting CL, um, obviously if she wants to, um, you know, make herself stand out among this group. Uh, Hyorin, um did okay, I feel. I mean, she did about as well as we've seen her do, but I don't think she knocked it out of the park. Um, I think she came off kind of awkward uh, in the uh, showcase um, just because uh, she's not really used to, I guess, rapping in front of an audience, but I don't know. Maybe that'll change. Maybe she'll bust out with something crazy. I don't know. Um, does anyone else have uh, any opinions on I'm Pretty Rap Star? That they haven't already, I, I guess, pretend that he hasn't talked about in his video. Or... Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to sit this one out because I already talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so far, from everything I've seen, I'm really not excited for this season, and it makes me very sad because season one was my life, and I loved season one. And season two just seems so boring so What far. do you think is, I mean, what is the difference for you, Shannon, as far as, I mean, I you think... think I think a lot of it would happen. Well, I think one is the... I mean, it, well, let's be real. I mean, season one didn't have the most talent. I mean, you had Cheetah, who was amazing. And then you had Jessie, who wasn't... Like, she's not a bad rapper, but she brings hilarity in everything that she does. Because she's just so out there, and she has no chill. And then you had, like, Jidam, who wasn't great. You had Jimin who was really annoying, but she needed to be there to the show and have popularity so she can be there. And then, like, you well, have Little Sham, who was absolutely terrible. They haven't aired, they have, to be fair, they haven't aired an episode yet, so they haven't no, done their whole... No, it's just the showcase, but... I yeah, mean, they haven't done their whole editing 
manipulation yet. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. I just I seems like on it too much because some of those girls have like pretty known personalities, especially Ashby and Kitty B. So I think you're gonna get like some wild, like Jesse style wild. Because really, so. honestly, Jesse is the reason that the first season was successful. Yeah. It's not anybody else. It was just Jesse being Jesse that made people want to tune in and be like, I can't believe this girl. I'm gonna watch every time. Like that's all it was. This girl is stupid. I'm and about to, to watch. Me, like, the reason why they're not going to try and cause, you know, big controversy or whatever in the second one. Because, I mean, that's what made the first one people wanted to watch it was because of the quote-unquote cat fights. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I can see how you would say just looking at the talent. Although, for me, I don't know. I feel like this group is the most, like, I don't know, I, I feel like, I mean, I guess it's part of the fact that, um, you know, they're the second season out, um, you know, they've added more idols, um, so, I don't know, it feels like there's more hype behind them than there was, and... This group is also way more talented. Like, I, I really like the first season, and I liked a lot of the girls on the first season, but not e like the only real super talented member of the first season was, without a doubt, Cheetah. Like, yeah. she was the only one that was leaps ahead of everybody else. Now we have um, Gilmy, who is, like, in my opinion, the strongest competitor, but Ashby is right there, super, super talented. Um... What's her name? Highs has more in the bank than what she showed, and she also is multi-talented in the same kind of way that Hyorin is, except obviously not as good of a singer. Like people like Kitty B a lot. Trudy sounds like Tasha, which is gonna rub people some some people the wrong way, some people the right way. Like there's tons of talent. Even Yezi is way better than Jimin. So representing for the idols, yeah. like you actually have a good representation of a rapper in in an idol group. So, yeah, you have Hyorin, and yeah, you have Yubin, and potentially, yeah, you have Jiyun, if that's that's a true rumor. But oh, yeah, and at least, Jiyun, too. Right. But at least you do have a lot of talent on the other side to make the actual competition interesting and competitive. Like, it, it this one has more talent, but I feel like because it has more talent, it potentially could be more boring to watch, is kind of the issue. Yeah, it, like I said, it all, I, I guess it all comes down to when the episodes come out to how they decide to present the show, how they decide to edit it together, what, they're, what they decide to focus on. Um, like I said, for me personally, I guess based on just who's competing, I feel like more hype behind it, I guess because I know more, I recognize more of the people involved, but I can see the other side too because... Um, you know, there can be people that maybe don't know the people, you know, don't aren't familiar with the people in this season as well. I mean, it's completely possible. And they might just be like, oh, well, Hurin, Yubin, and everybody else, okay, you know, what's my reason for watching? But, I, I mean, was anybody impressed? by what they've seen so far, or not impressed, or disappointed, or... Yes, no, maybe. Oh, it's just me. It's just me. I don't know um, if everybody watched it. That's kind of the issue, right? Like, I'm, I, I know for sure that I've watched it, but I've already said my piece. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, so it wasn't bad. I mean, Shannon, Kiara, and Noah, have you guys watched any of the, 
the vids from I'm Pretty Rap Star so far. Mm, no. I watched like a little bit of it. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I mean, it's definitely there has a lot more talent than season one, but that's not the hardest thing to accomplish. I'm just not sure if I'm going to be as emotionally invested in this season. But you never know. There might be some, some crazy. And there might be some little shams. I would be super excited if we could get another little sham. <laughs> oh, you have her. I think her at least Casper. There's going to be at least one person that's going to um, embarrass themselves. She's um, just as bad as Little Chom, and she's just as awkward. You'll be fine. You'll have Casper. You got Casper. And she speaks English, so just wait. <laughs> Oh Lord. Okay, so I'm pretty rap star. That's a big topic. Everyone's waiting on that. Another big topic um, that's been going around. Uh, um, SM has officially uh, begun uh, straight promoting uh, Red Velvet. <clears throat> they ha they're going to have a new MV, and I don't know if they have a new like mini or anything coming out with it. Um, coming out very soon. Um, it's a full album, I, I think. It's a full album, okay. So, full album, uh, new uh, single coming out very soon, uh, within the next week or so. <laughs> Supposedly, um, right before FX. Um, and um, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, what I've seen so far of the teaser videos and such, it's just weird. For me, I feel this weird kind of orange caramel FX like. This yes. was I guarantee like, you. I guarantee you. This was the um, what you call it? The song that was supposed to come right after Red Light. I guarantee you, because it sounds so FXy. I guarantee you, this was supposed to be their second song. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this was I'm something so that was FX was, you know, had done or had demoed, and they were like, "Oh, we'll give it to Red Velvet," because there's there is there is overlap there. There's there some is. overlap. I I'm mean, so angry. I'm so upset because I like the song Shannon. and it makes me angry. <laughs> okay, Shannon, because you have the most like emotionally invested here. <sighs> So I mean, so just um, what what are your like what are your feelings on on what you've seen so far and what you've heard so far? I'm so upset because I like the song because I swear to God this is the repackaged song like this is straight up FX singles <laughs> right here. This is like it's from what we've heard. It might change once they actually give us the whole song. Sometimes SM gives you like a song that sounds like it's gonna be really good and then it's just shit. But this legit sounds like an FX song. Like, I heard it, and I was like, I didn't know they had released FX teaser. And then I looked at it, and I said, God damn it, it's Red Velvet. I did not want this. I did not want this. I was so upset, and I'm so mad, because I'm going to have to come back, and it's going to be some shitty little F4 song, and then it's not going to do I mean, well, the, and then I'm going to see it again. Recently, they had their sixth anniversary, and, you know, they did a little thing for that, and it was just... It's, Sad it's and depressing. Kind of awkward because it's like, you know, okay, you just had a member leave, and now you're, you're playing second fiddle to a, um, uh, you know, a group that you're a senior to, and. Yep. <laughs> My question right. is, who are they going? If they've already played Red Velvet, who are they going to pull out when something goes wrong with FX? Because I know I'm going to get one, two weeks. Maybe three if I'm lucky of FX because something always goes wrong. So who are they gonna pull out to cover it up? The new boy group? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll be Red Velvet. They can't come back that quick. 
It's going to well, be another I mean, solo, a random-ass solo unit that's about to come out. Is that why Taeyeon is getting her solo, just in case? Yeah, just there prepping. you go. Well, and, no, and uh, also Tiffany, as well, oh, is going to be getting a solo. Don't forget Tiffany is also going to be getting her long-awaited solo. I thankfully forgot about that. <laughs> oh, jeez. The question is, how many new cats are going to be in Korea after that song debuts? Because that's the only thing they can hear. <laughs> 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 I have to say, though, okay, um, like, not very long ago, uh, Red Velvet released their second teaser for uh, their single, which is going to be called Dumb Dumb. Okay. And uh, um, it's, you know, got this whole weird, quirky... Uh, FX. Uh, just called the FX yeah. style. It's just... And... You know, I heard this song, and you know what? It's like, you know, a few, you know, maybe a minute, maybe less than a minute. And from what I heard, you know, I, you know, it's it's going to be a hit. I feel, I mean, the song is, is, I mean, it's, it's, it's that kind of SM tune. Like, it's, it was basically like the song that was done in the lab and, and it was like, what is the perfect SM song that is going to get people to get the fangirls, you know, singing it over and over and it's going to be catchy like ice cream cake. Oh, dumb, dumb. And I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the, it's like literally if you could have a formula for like a perfect SM song, dumb, dumb would be on one, be on that list along with you know some others, but I mean, I heard it and I was like, ah, Mac, we're like, yeah, they're they're, they're going to win music shows with this, um, because it's just it's just that kind of song, and and like Shannon said, it's got these weird shades of FX with it and and orange caramel as well. Yes. And um, it so it's just kind of weird, um. I, d- I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you guys have any other thoughts on Red Velvet? I mean, I, d- I feel like we don't really have any Red Velvet fans or anything on this podcast. But Am I, I mean, the only one that doesn't like the this, this song or the teaser? Like, I, think no, it's I, don't, I don't like it. I just <laughs> I mean, I just know, like, by listening to it, that it's going to be popular. It's a type oh, okay. of thing that, you know, Korea, South Korea likes, that K-pop is the K-pop likes. Yeah, I was gonna say if this was supposed to be the like FX repackage song, thank God they didn't come out with it. Like Jesus saved I mean, them. I don't, I don't feel like I feel like FX is beyond that. But the, the styling and and everything is kind of reminiscent of early FX or something that you can see them kind of doing. Like everything about Red Velvet is is always kind of has like a weird like essence of FX on it. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. But yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, and I, t- yeah. I totally agree with that part. Like, I feel like they feel, they always, any anytime you hear anything by them, it feels like, oh, FX probably was supposed to do this originally. I don't know why we're listening to this from this group. But, like, again, like I said, for me, if just from what I've heard so far, so obviously the whole song's not out, I don't have, like, a full opinion, but just from the teaser I heard, I was like, oh, well, and then when when Shannon was like, "Oh, this was clearly supposed to be the the FX song," I, I was just like, "Thank God, counting my blessings." And they got pushed back because I would hate to go from the glorious 
like wonderful red light to like this. Like I don't want this song already. I can tell you from the teaser video that I watched, I was like, I'm out. I'm good. I'm gonna skip this because this concept looks stupid. Like the song sounds bad. I'm cool on this. I don't need to be here. So knowing that it could have been FX, I would have had to watch it because I want to like them after Red Light. Like I loved Red Light so much. I loved the whole Pink Tape album. So I'm just like, you know, and I like the whole Red Light album too. So I'm just like, I, ha I have to be here for this. Like I, <laughs> I got to do it. But thank God it's not them. Can't move blessings. Like take your terrible song, Red Velvet. It's fine. I don't care. All your fans are going to like you anyways because you're an SM group. So. I can hear Shannon's angry breathing. <laughs> That's all I hear. <laughs> uh, you'll be okay, Shannon. Not because you know what you know what's gonna happen with FX. They're gonna come back with a cutesy song. You know what's I gonna know. happen. Oh, I know, I know, and I'm gonna be. And super I'm gonna mad have to it. like throw really? things. Because I feel like a lot of the times the cutesy stuff was kind of because of you know Sully, you know, being there was. Yeah, and they have to now court those fans because they lost Sully. Hmm. They gotta yeah. keep those fans. That 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 would be unfortunate. Um, and I will be so upset if that happens. I want another red light or another pink red tape, light. but I know that that's not gonna happen. Like, I almost kind of feel like since I mean people are kind of predicting their demise, and I don't know if Sully's left it. Maybe they might kind of go in the opposite direction. Ah, that's my that's my. I would love that for that to be true. <laughs> I hope you're right. I honestly, like, genuinely, I hope you're right, because I really liked where they were going, and I would like to like this group. Like, I, I have no qualms against them. I would definitely like to like this group. I just... Everyone's been trying to like FX since they first debuted, and SM has been cock-blocking everything. Yeah, SM for... is the reason that I don't like Since they debuted, or since, like, their second single, and I, you know, it's, it's a weird situation. It's like, why? Like, it's like you're handicapping your own group. Um... There's an awkward red-headed stepchild. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I... I mean, SM seems like they're all about money and all about, you know, about the profit for themselves. So the why would you, you know, why would you want to, I mean, if, if it makes money, like, why? I don't know. I don't run the, I don't run the company, so, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. Um, Tim, I saw you make some comments on Twitter, was it, about Big Star? I'm not. Really familiar with them, but uh, if you would like to say something um, concerning them, I know they have a mini album out called yeah, so, Shine and Moonlight. Yeah, so Shine and Moonlight came out. Uh, I think the whole album launched today, but you can listen to it on SoundCloud, which is pretty cool. I don't know how long that'll last, but I would suggest checking it out. Um, the whole mini, like as a whole, it's not that good. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I really like them a lot, uh, but the mini isn't that good. It's not really what I waited for after them killing it with their last two minis, I expected, like, more. And it's kind of, it's more like music you would put on at a party that you would pay no mind to, but it's fine to have in the background. That's all it is. Um, their title track is basically the best song on the album. I like the outro a lot, but the outro is only, like, a minute and a half long, so I hardly can call that a song. But the their... MV dropped and their title track is good. I like it a lot. It has like a really nice feel to it. Um, I'm curious if they choreograph this dance as well because normally that's their MO. They always do the dance. Um, 
it has like a really long field dog wrap, which is kind of awkward. Um, but for all in all, like it, it's good. I think they you can see that they tried really hard to practice being singers and like culture themselves as singers. The only thing that bothers me is they totally it sounds like a Jay Park song. <laughs> like it, it sounds like it sounds like Jay left it on the cutting room board and like uh, Big Star uh, or, uh, Brave was like, hey, you want this song? And they were like, yeah, we can make it better. Like that's basically all it sounds like. <laughs> Um, but it's good. Like it, it has a nice feel. I mean, when I say it sounds like a Jay Park song, I mean I don't mean it sounds like Momay or whatever or anything as suspect as that. But more like it sounds like Joa or something like that. Like it has an interesting feel to it. It feels good to listen to. Um, but I could see why people would listen to it and go like, this doesn't stand out to me. Like it's kind. Of, it's not a standout single for like a group that I've waited and stand for so long. I like it, but I if somebody came up to me and was like, "This song sucks," I'd be like, "You're probably not wrong." <laughs> I just like it because I really yeah. like this group. So I mean, I it's feel like there are a lot of group. like decent boy bands out there right now, but like there there's also a lot of them that aren't like standing out. Yeah, and I think this is an exceptional one that just is always blessed with really terrible... Not blessed, I'm sorry. Is always uh, hindered by really terrible songs. Like, back to back to back. It's just, what terrible song can we give them today? And, it, it like, for me, this one isn't necessarily terrible, um, but I could see why people would feel like it doesn't stand out, is more what I'm saying. Like, it, it's not spectacular. It's good, not spectacular. Okay. Before I move on to the next thing, since we have not had him on our podcast for a while, Noah. Yes. Is there anything uh, going on in the uh, K-pop um, sphere, or that you particularly want to mention or talk about? Um, Do you have an opinion on uh, just before I go forward? Because we haven't heard your we haven't heard your opinion for a while, so. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Um, I actually, no, I don't particularly have an opinion of anything special because I don't feel anything that special has happened since Wonder Girl released an album, but, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, It's okay, majority yeah. rules here tonight, so that's fine. So, so you don't really like. So you haven't really, really kept up with anybody other than the reboot. No, like I've like, uh, I don't mind Red Velvet, whatever. It's like, it's, it's no, nothing has been standing out to me this mm. past couple of weeks. Not at least yeah. since the last podcast, and like. Even if I want to talk about something, it's probably already it's t already. Well, I mean, even if it's something that happened like months ago, I mean, it's been a while since you've been on here, so I yeah, mean, it's still it relevant. It's still relevant. I mean. Yeah, we still want your opinion. If you your got opinion. Something. Yeah, because it's your opinion. So, you know, if it's something that happened like a month or two ago or whatever, it's still relevant. Yeah. <laughs> But Not even is. anything on Shiny? I mean, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's babies. You better say something yeah. positive about um, them. No, no, like, uh, actually, no. That's the one thing. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be that kind of person, but yes, I am going to be that, that kind of person. 
it's like ever since Wonder Girls re release reboot, nothing has been doing. Now mm. it's just like the album of the year for you. Or no? Noah? You died upon saying it, apparently. <laughs> the internet was said, no, you shall not pass. No other, no other album dead. <laughs> Damn. But I can understand. I mean, we had a small conversation earlier where we were like, you know, do you ever feel like, you know, K-pop is boring? And I think some of us, they are a little bit older than uh, other K-pop bands probably feel that a little bit more. Um, just because, I, I I mean, it's 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 essentially it's the same thing recycled over and over again. There's very little, you know, change or upheaval kind of in the formula. So, um, yeah. I mean, especially with us, like in this this particular podcast, I mean, I know we talked about it in the very first episode, but like, for example, I've been in K-pop since like Super Junior came out with Twins. Like, it's been a long, long road of the same song over and over again. Like, yeah, I feel like it's so hard to hear something new or something that feels new to me because I've been here for so long that I'm like, yeah, I already heard this from K-pop. Like, I don't know what you want. Yeah, and it's it's just a little difficult, especially because they are so far behind in like trends when they pick them up from America as well. Like you know, they got into Auto Tune as Auto Tune was going out in the U.S. Basically, so yeah. it was just like Jesus, dude, I already did well, this. <laughs> I'll just say, um, considering the state of music right now, that honestly, <laughs> music Western. Mainstream music is not, I think, as far as mainstream top 40 music, is now much better. <laughs> I just personal opinion I at personally. this point. Um, I think there's more of a breadth of difference between the top 40, your top 20 in like mainstream music as opposed to like what right, you get in K-pop. Right, like I, so like, I, I feel like as far as like what people present as who's popular and mainstream right now and blah, 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 blah. Um, I, you know, I feel like it's not really that much better. I, I think people, especially old, old people that are, like, in their late 20s and older are more, like, kind of, like, we have our own artist and playlist and we've already kind of cultivated our know our our music the type of music that we like and like to listen to um, with k-pop that's a little harder because k-pop's a little more monolithic in its sound but um, um, you know I with k-pop I mean I mean that's just to say there's still there's still indie um, Korean indie groups rock groups um, and they're just as legitimate as everyone else. Um, there's still some K-pop groups that are trying to do different things. Um, unfortunately, think... that's a little bit more difficult. Um, since I mentioned that, uh, I guess I'll talk about uh, what happened to uh, poor GI. 
Oh, oh. God, no. <laughs> um, My heart looks sick. What I, you guys don't remember was a group that, um, they, did they just debut last year or? Two years ago, I think, at this point. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, when all they, my girl groups died. They went on, yeah, they went on like a hiatus, I think, even last year. I don't think they put it yeah, in. Yeah, they, they, they came in and they had a, um, uh, they, they were a girl group that debuted and they, they kind of had, um, they came in and they were, I guess, unique because they came in with this kind of like, I guess, self-proclaimed tomboy concept, you know, they were all kind of, uh, you know, sexually ambiguous. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But they all, you know, they had short hair and, you know, they weren't, none of them were, were girly, so it was it was kind of a, you know, it was a different thing. I mean, you know, why nobody else was doing that. And uh, their music, I guess, was kind of... It was amazing. Don't even go there. Beatles was like amazing, and the song that came out of it afterwards was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I have to. I'm. I'm not to a big fan of Beatles, but I really like Bullshit a lot. Like Bullshit was my jam for so long. I'm going so. to admit I didn't really pay a lot of attention to their music, um, but. That's why they're not the same group anymore. It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault, Ashley. It's all um, your fault. I mean, I was. I was intrigued. here for them. I was intrigued by their by their concept, but the music itself didn't really like catch me. It just kind of sounded like kind of what um, uh, what's that other group? Um, D D unit. Uh, D unit. Really? Like they're kind of. I, I just it, it was it's kind of similar. I'm I'm sure there's there's differences, but. I mean, for me, I, I didn't. Look... You, Ashley. I'm you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I mean, looking at them now, I, I, I'm like, I wish I had, you know, supported them more. But honestly, you know, just I mean, even adding my support wouldn't have helped. Um, you don't know that. Don't say no, that. No, you no, don't no. Don't say because I was a fan of them, and every group that I liked in 2013 has imploded. <laughs> so okay. So apparently. <laughs> So apparently they debuted in 2013, and they had this boyish concept. Uh, apparently everyone in the group, there was maybe one or two girls that were not on board for that. So I think at least one of the girls that are left from the original lineup was maybe one of the girls that didn't like the boyish concept. It was so, so maybe, yeah, so she's maybe at least comfortable with what they're doing now. Um, but they recently um, had like a comeback teaser or a comeback song, and um, it's pretty much what you would expect from a K-pop girl group. I mean, they've pretty much degraded—not uh, degraded, but they—they—they've went down to uh, what you would, I mean, basically expect out of a new goo girl group coming onto the scene, I mean, that that's pretty much what it is. Um, it's like two steps away from being a stellar video. It was pretty awful. It was... Well, it was, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm remembering the butt thing. The butt. To me, this song is literally 
what would have happened to EXID if EXID hadn't made money with Up and Down? Like, this oh, yeah, is the absolutely. Path, right? Because this just sounds like a low-budget EXID. This is what EXID. happens to... This is basically what happens to all girl groups when they're struggling to get noticed. It's like, okay, let's start focusing on the body parts. And uh, see who, you know, um, how, you know, how outraged and interested we can make people without getting, like, banned from stuff. So This just completely reminds me of, um, you guys remember the piggy dolls and then, like, like disappeared for, like, six months? Yes. And then they tried and to come back and then they didn't tell anybody that they changed people. any of the members. They changed every single member and just decided to keep yeah. the name. I, I, you know what? I don't even like to think about that because that makes me so angry. I was so mad because I love the piggy dolls. But that was also a 2013 group, so I should have yeah. known. I should have known. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, know. Like, it, it's weird because it just feels so much like they watched the XIDs up and down. Or not up and down, but uh, uh, I feel good before Up and Down, basically, and we're just like, how do we recreate this without people knowing that we did it? And it's just like, it's clearly that song mixed with Up and Down. But, I mean, to me, it's not even, that is not even as good as that song. I mean... That's what I'm saying, though. It's like that, it's it's like they took the idea of Up and Down, and they took the idea of I Feel Good, and we're just like, we don't have any money to do this, so uh, we're gonna try our best. Like, that's all. And it's not, and then they were, like, halfway through, they were like... Actually, we're not going to try anymore. <laughs> that's all I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much like where you have, like, with these school groups that are basically at the the very bottom of, I, I don't know, what, what, uh, the list or whatever, you know, the totem art. Pole. They don't yeah, even make the whatever, totem pole, let's be honest. Whatever you want to call it. You know, they kind of get to that point where it's like, okay, well, um, what else can we do to try and get attention? And, you know, you've got, like, Stellar, where they haven't really, they've got, they don't really have any popularity, a lot of popularity or respect, but they have got attention for the concepts that they've done. So it's like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's do that. Um... Which is kind of sad, but I mean, I mean it. It and this in any entertainment industry, it's you know when you get to that kind of. I guess you get to that kind of point. You know when you're trying to be noticed, some people get to a point where you're you're willing to try anything. I don't know. Um, I never thought these words would leave my mouth, but I almost wish GI disbanded before the song came back. I 100% yeah. wish that they had disbanded. Well, I, like I said, I feel like the ones that, the, the ones that remained are the ones that didn't like the original concept. So um, it's kind of okay because maybe they prefer doing this kind of concept than the other one. And then but they who do... just wants to be sold as a pair of tits and an ass? Apparently, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, when when they did the the boyish, like, kind of androgynous concept, there were a couple of girls that didn't like that, and I think they're still in the group. So, well, I think part of that though was that they didn't want to have like short hair and stuff like that. Like, there was a yeah. lot of issues with the image. It wasn't necessarily that they didn't like the boyish thing; they didn't like the 
you know, I have to have short hair and all this stuff thing. Yeah. Which I understand, like, especially in the society that they live in, like, that's important, all that stuff, all your looks and everything, that's really important to them. So it's understandable that they wouldn't want to do that, but then I don't think that the solution was, like, let's go for the most basic copycat image and do it poorly, you know what I mean? So, I mean, maybe you're right, maybe this is the image they want, and if so, cool, like, it's good that they have the image they want, but I, it's not good. I mean, well, I'm not going to sit here and pretend their like history, it good. I mean, you know, they had, uh, a, you know, a critical member leave the group, and then... Um, you mean they had their know. group leave the group? Yeah. <laughs> well, they had their most very, important member. Uh, that one cat is really not you guys. Important member. So, you know, and then they had a legal battle with the agency and then all this stuff. So, they've been they've gone through like a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's kind of I mean, the fact that they're still promoting is global icon. <laughs> um even though they're really kind of technically a, a it's not global icon group. anymore yeah they're a completely different group really now I mean it's, it's still kind of uh, is is kind of surprising um, as far as while we're talking about um, you brought up an interesting um, thing Tim as far as uh, cultural norms and having short hair and things um, I'll just get to it because what the hell. Um, okay, so CL. Oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> let, let's, uh, hold on. We have dealt with some of the backlash of talking about CL literally for like three podcasts in a row. Like, maybe we want to chill on this. <laughs> That's all I'm well, we can talk as little or as much as we want as no, no, we just, want I'm to, but we got to mention it because... No, 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 I'm kidding. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pulling your leg. Like, don't worry about it. You're oh, fine. okay. I was, like, I was like, we have to mention it, but I mean, you can talk about a little or as much as about it as you want. No, you're so, good. okay, so the VMAs, which I haven't watched since, like, 2004. Um, Generally a good decision. This <laughs> aired this past um, Sunday, and uh, CL uh, put on her social media, Instagram or whatever it was, that she was going to be going with her BFF. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Scott. It's Jeremy Scott, Scott. Yeah, she was going with as his date. Um, so uh, when uh, you know the celebs started arriving on the red uh, red carpet or what the hell ever color carpet it is, just um, call it the red carpet. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Some of the That's some of the, the shows have like different colored carpets now, and I I don't even know. The lingo um, for the carpet that matters is the red carpet. Okay. Yeah. So Jeremy Scott was there in some rainbow-colored atrocity suit of a suit, and CL actually, um, and she was there, and um, she actually, um, I thought she looked uh, fairly nice. It was fairly understated, um, considering she was with Jeremy Scott too. She had on kind of this uh, uh, tight, like leather, uh, um, you know. Uh, to the floor thing, kind of tube dress, and then like a little chain bodice, and um, 
This you is know, all and, and then she's got like the the western eye uh, face makeup and everything, and the eyebrows. So she she looks a bit different um, than she did before. She's because you know she's got different makeup and she's got kind of a grayish tinted hair now, and then she looked nice. Um, so she she attended the VMAs and then and, and that got around and. Um, people were like, oh, it's a great opportunity for her, you know, networking and whatnot, you know, it's what CL seems to be good at. Um, and so uh, this past week, this apparently was not something new. This was from uh, an we did with uh, was it Paper Magazine or something, and uh, apparently it, it, uh, parts of it were are you know, hadn't been translated or were just getting translated in other languages, including in Korean. Um, and so, you know, some people were just finding out about certain things that she has said. This, this part was translated, though, but people brushed it under the rug because it wasn't a big deal. Just so right. you know, it and was translated. Uh, I, I, think the thing that, I think the thing was it had just been translated recently in Korean, and so... Yeah. Uh, K Netizens responded to it, and then that's how it got back in the news again, um, where she was talking about, it, and it was kind of weird because the question that was asked of her was, was not she was not even like it was something like someone asked her ever like, oh you know South Korea is kind of seen as a luxury brand now, or they're they're kind of seen as no they're kind of seen as you know, you know, a kind of stylish, you know, country or whatever. I think that's what they were trying to imply. And then um, her response was, um, yes. It was uh, the interviewer, the question was, is Korea a major force in luxury? And then CL's translated um, answer was, I think a lot of the young girls Young kids right now are looking for something new, and they want to look different, especially girls, and this is why I'm trying to come out here. To set an example of an Asian girl, a lot of Asian girls love being basic because it's safe, but the thing is, a lot of my fans are those girls, and they want to be bolder, and there's no one they could look up to and be, be like, it's okay to be that way. There's no one out here who will do that, and I feel like I have done enough for Asia and changed a lot of girls. Even if it's a phone case, they try. Girls in Asia are very obedient, shy, timid, quiet, but I can tell that it's changing, and I want them to be stronger and tell them it's okay to be different. Being special is a luxury, and I don't think we have that yet. So, um... In response to this, um, as far as Korean fans uh, or Korean netizens, uh, some of the responses that were translated uh, were actually were some of them were fairly negative, um, uh, mostly because they did not like the fact that she um, basically kind of reinforced this negative stereotype of. Asia or of East Asians as, you know, the timid, shy, quiet, subservient type of thing. Um, so 
she got some backlash for that. And also, um, you know, also Western fans. Um, there's seems to be, uh, as far as international fans, I guess we'll talk from that since we are probably closest to that. There's a divide of people that think CL needs just really needs a good PR person, um, and she's not not uh, articulating her thoughts uh, carefully enough. And uh, uh, then there's the other group that kind of thinks, well, you know, she's always kind of had this thing where she feels like she's some kind of savior of Asian females, or she's you know got her head up her ass and. We always thought that, and now you're just seeing it. So, um, I think everyone can agree that that, that answer, um, however it was originally said and translated, and however the the, the um, how it was translated and ended up being printed was unfortunate because it was. It, it it just was not it was just not good um, as far as um, for her image and uh, the implications it made. Um, people on um, Omona they didn't and Ono oh, they didn't <laughs> as well uh, made their thoughts known about uh, as far as they felt about what CL said. I mean, how do you guys feel? I mean, I know none of us here personally are Asian, of Asian descent, I don't think, or and none of us are Asian Americans, so we can't speak to that. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, I looked at it as kind of, okay, being a person of color, I thought, okay, if, say this was someone that was um, a a black American female and she was in another country and say she was in England or something and she's like okay so my so my in and said that you know I'm here to try and change the um, uh, change how people view black Americans and how they view and think black female Americans are loud and rude and um, uh, you know, and 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 you know, just ugly to people. And you know, I'm 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 here to say, you know, we we can be, you know, other ways as well. And um, you know, I've done. I feel like I've done a lot, you know, in the U.S. And I'm here to to show people that, you know, that I'm a different kind of black woman. So, you know, trying to think of it from that kind of standpoint as a person of color. If it was from from my ethnicity and someone coming in and saying um, and saying that, um, I could see why. Um, especially on Mona, there were people that were like, "Well, CL, I'm glad that you're speaking to my experience. That you, you know, obviously have had no." Um, you know, experience it had no you know experience or had no no part in you know saying that you know and lumping every and also in saying and lumping all Asians into 
one group. Um, and 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 I have to say, I will say with the Asian thing because I did not know until I went to college when I was like um, 17, 18, that you know Asia was you know also India and these South Asian countries. So. Um, I think a lot of Westerners in particular, they hear Asia and they think China, Japan, Malaysia, you know, those kind of countries and they forget that and other parts of the world, India and Indonesia and Bangladesh and places like that are also considered part of Asia. Um, so you've got a whole lot going on here um, and I think there's a lot of areas where you can give CL some slack as far as you know saying thing, responding and saying responding to things and that she may not have completely understood, but also looking at it and saying, well, you still could have answered that question better. Um, what are our response? I mean, even. Just what are your initial like responses to this? I mean, as far as what you've read and I mean, how you personally personally feel. I mean, I've already said my opinion about this about this because me and Tim did do a podcast last week, which I don't think we'll ever see the light of day like our other podcasts. It will. It will. <laughs> it, it, it will. It will. I'm behind. I'm behind. It will see the light of day. It will see just the light of day next podcast. Will. Um, but just to keep, just to recap of what I said um, last week, is just that I understand what CL was trying to say, but she just said it in a really dumb way. And I feel like there's just no other, you know, way to say it. Like, and at the same time, I'm not really here for people who are like, oh, I'm like, I'm not like one of those girls. Or like, I understand where she's coming from, but right. at the same time, it's just like, again, the whole lumping of all Asians as one thing, as one, you know, and when it's not, and then the same fact that you're making it, she's making it seems like. You know, she's this, you know, just Jesus-like type. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Imagery for girls, for uh, for uh, quote-unquote different Asian girls, when I feel like, you know, I feel like she's not. And I don't know. I just, I don't like that type of attitude, really. Especially when I feel like she hasn't really done much, personally. Well, I don't think she hasn't much. And one thing I noticed when I was reading some, looking at some of the comments on one of that that was interesting is that some people were uh, making reference to the fact that, you know, she has these contacts in America now, and she's been hanging out with these, um, with Jeremy Scott and, um, you know, some of these other people there of, not of Asian ethnicity in the industry. And she may be, you know, thinking, you know, what kind of reinforcement, what kind of response has she been getting from them, you know, um, you know, that's coming from what their internal prejudices or, you know, maybe, you know, they could be telling her stuff like, oh, 
you're not like other Asian girls or, you know, oh, you know, you, they could be, you know, it could be kind of, you know, encouraging her on kind of this path, like, you know, you could be the one to change um, perceptions of Asian people in America. Because, I mean, it, it is, I mean, um, regardless of how you um, express it, it is an issue um, in America um, for, I mean, most people of color um, and particularly Asian people of how they are represented and um, in media and um, represented um, just as public personas, um, how people generally, they're how people view them and people's internal prejudices are um, influenced by what they see, um, you know, from public figures and they see in movies and TV and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, that that's a valid um, kind of thing, I think, to bring into the argument. But yeah, I feel for for me personally, like on, on this thing, and I kind of talked about it on Amona. I didn't, I forgot that we talked about this on the podcast. I think you're right, though. I think we did. Um, but like, I the biggest thing for me is I think that I see what she was trying to say, in that she wanted to change the general perspective, so beat the stereotype that people have for Asian women. Um, because, you know, no matter how people react to it, no matter how people have been affected by what she said, like, what, what she said does have a point. The image of Asian women, when I say Asian, first off, when I say Asian, and when anybody in America says Asian, most people think of, you know, uh, East Asians. They don't think of anybody else but the East Asians, and typically they think of Japanese, Chinese, Korean. Like, that's when, when, when the majority of people, when they hear the term Asian, they don't think about the whole beautiful culture that exists in this area. The fact that Asia is so large and encompasses so many different types of people. They don't think about that. They just think about um, the people. They just think about uh, Koreans, Chinese people, Chinese and uh, Japanese. Typically, I know tons of people who like legitimately would not consider uh, people from India or anything like that, or like even Thai people as Asian, which is crazy to me, like that blows my mind. But I know people like that who wouldn't think to compare them. So I understand what she's saying because our image of East Asians is a very, as you grow up, it's a very timid culture, a very shy, very submissive kind of culture for women especially and even for dudes like we don't really think of them as forceful we just think of them as really smart like when you're in school all you're told is that Asian people are good at math you know that kind yeah. of thing right so I see what she's trying to say you know she wants to beat the stereotype and she feels like she's done a lot already to kind of fight that stereotype and especially if you consider what to anyone as a whole has done what she has had a large part in and a large hand in they have done a lot to change the image of what K-pop was at that time, right? Because at that time when they came out, there was no form in it, really. There was there was nobody like them for girls. There was no alternative to, like, shiny, sweet, uh, cute pop like SNSD and things like that. It was all very basic in that line that was popular. And then to anyone came out and busted on the scene, made music that wasn't catered to appeal to men, and... Um, 
it was totally different. It opened up a whole new world of K-pop. So I can understand where she would get this chip on her shoulder like I've done so much already um, because I'm. she seems like the kind of person who would take the accomplishments of 2 and believe like she's a big part of it. And she probably is. I mean, realistically speaking, she's the most relevant member of 2 by far. So I can kind of understand that. Um, at the same time, like, what she said makes her sound like a douche canoe, straight up. Like, she sounds like a terrible human being by being like, yo, I've done so much. Like, she sounds so mega confident in what she's done and, and that she has literally been Jesus, like, like you said. Um, just like... She is so important, and she sat on the cross for us, and she potentially hurt her image just so we could have a different image of Asian women. Like, that's how she comes off, and it's it's really bad. And I totally admit that. Like, I have no problem admitting that. I think she sounds like a douche canoe. No matter the way you look at it, she sounds terrible saying what she said. But I do also see... I feel like she had a different idea of what was coming out of her mouth and she executed it like as poorly as humanly possible. So I like like I said I, I see her point, you know, I kind of see what she's trying to say, but I think that the better way of executing it is like, you know, I think that and especially on this question it doesn't really make sense as a response first off, but if she was going to address this, I think the way to address it would be, you know, the stereotype in the West is that Asian women are very, do like, very um, uh, docile and and uh, submissive and things like that. And um, you know, I want to be a part of the culture that changes that because it's not just her. Jaheen Aiko is is Asian, just you know, she's Asian, and she does not have an image of a very submissive woman at all. She's very like honest and forward and you know you can listen to her music and you can like like she's out there working hard there's tons of Asian women out there in business that are out there working hard you can even look at the Japanese culture now like Asian women are almost uh, more dedicated to business than men are at this point so you can't even use the gender bias in that situation so it's the matter of how you say things, right? And she failed miserably because she made herself Jesus as opposed to making herself one of many women trying to change the image that people have. So that that's my take on it. Like, I think she had a good idea, and I think, I think in her head she meant well, but she executed it poorly. And maybe it's because she has such an ego, because I feel like she does have this ego that people keep talking about. The more and more I try to be like, nah, I remember how she used to be. I'm just like, I don't think that person exists anymore. I think she does have this ego. But I think she maybe has too much of an ego, or she doesn't understand the gravity of her words. Like, she's a, she's a celebrity. Her words are going to be picked apart, like, inch by inch. She can't say something like that, so... I don't know. That's my take on it. Like, I, I think it came off really douchey. I think she sounds like a big douche, but I think she had good intentions behind her douchery, just executed as poorly as humanly possible. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some, like, maybe some more PR that's maybe more self-aware would be helpful. I just don't think her English is as good as she pretends it is. I think she needs to admit that, like, she doesn't quite handle the language as well as she says because she she comes off as fluent and she's uh, she's made us believe that she is very fluent and then she says ignorant things like this and or she like kind of stutters in what she's trying to get across well, and I, I mean especially with English I mean I mean even people that have grown up and spoken English their entire lives I mean in interviews people <laughs> are miss you know 
say they're, you know, misspoken and they you know, were misrepresented all the time. So Right, but typically know. English speakers also blame the like actual person doing the interview, not the direct translation of their words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. So I mean it it's it's something yeah, with interviews and things you have to be pretty careful and um I'm still kinda interested to see where they're they're gonna go with her because um I guess Justin Bieber is a thing again now. His song is popular or his new song is fairly popular, so um Scooter Braun does have you know, he does have some clout in the industry, so um CL has a chance, but uh, you know, she would do better to not try and alienate, uh, you know, one group or the other, whoever she's trying to promote to, um, or also just be a big old mess. Don't be a um, dill hole. Stop being a dill hole, CL. <laughs> you need all of the fans you can get at this point. Stop. Just, just stop. Any more, um, any other um, opinions or comments on that? Uh, if not, um, the last thing I have is Day6 is making their debut pretty soon uh, from JYP Entertainment. Well, actually, uh, I think it's a subsidiary of JYP. Um, they're not coming exactly from JYP, but if you want to be lazy, you just say JYP. But yeah, Day 6 is, uh, I think, a, a, quite a bit of their music, or maybe their whole mini-album has already been released, I think. There's, it's online somewhere, maybe. Um, and there's already been talk of a rivalry between them and GOT7 and blah, 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 blah. Um, Even though they're best friends, it's going to be the same as Icon <laughs> versus Winner when that happens. Oh, of Even course, though they're best friends. of course. Um, but uh, so they're the new thing. Um, if anybody you know is taken to them, um, also uh, Korea, uh, South Korea was in the mainstream news uh, recently. Uh, not for good things, unfortunately. Um, for their uh, their run of uh, Maxim, Korea's version of Maxim, uh, they had a um, cover uh, recently of a um, uh, their September issue with actor Kim Young-uk and a photo shoot, and it was something weird like, so girls like bad guy type, here's a true bad guy, it's to die for, isn't it? And then there's like uh, girl's legs tied up sticking out of her trunk and then there's like a whole photo spread with him like dragging a trash bag with assuming the body in it and it's just very um, uh, very kind of uh, uh, misogynistic in a sense so um, that got spread around the interwebs and um, eventually started um, charting on Twitter as far as um, uh, and started showing up on sites like Jezebel and things like that, where um, any kind of uh, feminist <laughs> um, kind of issue usually ends up. And um, it was kind of interesting because 
there's a follow-up on uh, Nuz and Buzz with uh, Knuz and Commons where people were very upset um, because of the fact that this issue was um, became known and uh, overseas and um, you know they, they were just like this makes us look bad and I can't believe they you know and and it wasn't really until people uh, in other countries started saying stuff and started talking about it uh, uh, Maxim Korea you know released a um, apology and you know was like um, sorry we didn't think it was going to be that bad and um, so I mean, it was kind of an interesting thing to see because you know um, I remember seeing it on Nez and Buzz like a week before uh, when it first came out and, and you know people saying you know what the hell is this and this is really weird and then how it just kind of slowly kind of spread across on different other more mainstream blogs and it's at this point where Maxim Korea has to kind of give this public apology so they also just pulled them all yeah yeah they pulled them all yeah so they're gonna put a new cover out sometime but yeah they pulled all the so that, that cover was awful I don't know if any of you guys saw it but it was really bad yeah, no, it's still, I mean, you can still find it really easily online. I mean, the whole, like, the whole photo shoot, <laughs> I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty, um, pretty My, expensive. I, like, I, I won't say too much on it because, for me, I think this is another one of those situations where people are taking, um, like, a photo shoot especially when you consider the industry that we're in where photo shoots are kind of like you push boundaries. I mean, that's how people pay attention. And for, for me particularly, this boundary isn't like necessarily one that hasn't been pushed. Um, but for me, the biggest thing was like a lot of the people that I saw on my, my tea list. So this is only my experience, but a lot of the people that I saw who were like hype on, you know, going after this, this uh, cover were also the same people who literally like three months ago were posting all of the gifts of like Rihanna beating the shit out of that dude and bitch better have my money and the fact that well, she killed him and being like I yeah kill all fuckboys so it was yeah. just like it was kind of interesting the, to see the, this I think drastic that's the thing, change you know because I think that's the thing because in South Korea I mean there were still people that were like you know I mean there were people that were still responding to that Covered but the, negatively. Right. But I think but the biggest thing for Korea it, was the fact that um, the quote that they put on the headline. Right. Like they for me, trying, that's the bad part. Right. They were they were trying to express something, and it just it didn't translate. They right. They, yeah. They, and they I, did I, it I agree with that. They did it inappropriately. Right. So, yeah. But, and the fact is, is that for Western media. The, the way that we are is that that would never be considered acceptable. So, well, you, know, you would that have comes to do here, it differently, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. you know, when it comes here, people look at that and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, we would they're never. You know, how could this, you know, be considered acceptable? So, and and then and then then that 
that's how that kind of thing spreads, you know. It's like right, and 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 and, and then then that's how I said, like with the with the response of the netizens, you know, um, with it, it was more the response of how other people from and globally responded to the cover as like, oh my gosh, you know, other people are seeing this and now they think that you know, we, you know, that we're like, you know, monsters or that we, you know, you know, that we abuse our women and things like that because, you know, the the whole story with it is like, look how South Korea, you know, portrays its women, you know. Right, and, and I and get no, that. And sim- the simplest form, you know. Right, and I, I understand that, so so don't get me wrong, like, I totally think that this cover should have been pulled. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that the photo shoot itself is like all that bad I think you can do uh, I think you can push boundaries when it comes to photo shoots it depending on the way you handle it and I don't think that this necessarily was bad without all the context the biggest issue is the context like the fact that they were like oh this man's so handsome he's worth dying for whatever makes it sound like you know it doesn't matter as long as you're handsome you can do whatever the hell you want it's kind of what it comes across as so you can kill people and who cares it's worth it because you got a chance at Opar like and for that I totally agree. Like, if that is all that the issue is, I'm on board. I'm 100% on board. Like, when they pulled the cover, I was like, that's fine. I'm cool with it. Like, I'm not mad about it. What bothered me is, like, there were people who didn't even know that part. They just knew, hey, this is a cover with a guy killing a girl. This is crazy and, and terrible. And I was right. just like, at least know why you're angry. Because you're right to be angry in this situation. To everybody, is completely right to be angry. Just be angry for the right reason. Like, be angry because of that portrayal. Because it's the portrayal, not the photo shoot, that's the risk here. It's the fact that they put this in the context of, like, if you're handsome enough, if you're devilishly handsome enough, you can get away with murder. And girls will let you do it. Or girls will let you rape them or whatever. Like, whatever the context you want. That's the image that we're mad about and you should be mad about. And this should be banned for that reason, not just the fact that it's a, a depiction of like a vicious act because people depict vicious acts all the time. It's about context and it's about the way you do it. Like I like Bitch Better Have My Money. I just want to put that out there. I do like that song a lot. I like the video. I like the way it's all done and portrayed and everything, but it's done in the right way. Like you come to the point where you're on her side in the middle of the music video and it's fine. And she's out. And when you take on all the concept, and the context that it's used in, it's executed very well. There's nothing like super terrible for you to see, and then it's over. This, on the other hand, is like, if you're handsome enough, do whatever you want, kill whoever you want, rape whoever you want, do what you want, doesn't matter, you're handsome. That's bad. That is the wrong context, and that's why this should be banned. So just, if you're, if you're mad about it, be mad about it for the right reason. Totally be mad about it. And Koreans especially had all the right in the world to be mad about it because of the the way it blew up in Western media. But just be mad about it for the right reason. Like just just be angry because you should be angry because there's something that actually happened. Know why you're angry, kind of thing. Okay. Anybody else have anything to say about about Maxim Korea? No. Okay. Uh, what about um, any other um, news or events or anything that transpired this week? Because that's all I have. So, <laughs> um, 
Can we talk about how depressing and how excited I was for Unicorn's debut until they actually debuted, and it was the biggest crap Oh, yeah, ever. okay, so I, I did see something about this group uh, called the Unicorn, but I... Okay, so Shannon, give me the, the, the 401 on this, because I, you know, I don't really know them. They're okay, a new group as far as I know. They, they need to stay that way. They need to disband. It was awful. But basically, here's how it broke down. I saw that there was going to be a group that was called Unicorn, and I got super excited because who doesn't fucking love unicorns? I love unicorns. Everyone loves unicorns. If you don't love unicorns, you probably kill babies for a daily job. Like unicorns That's not true. I just want to say real quick, that's not, that's not true. It's true. Unicorns are the best creature known to man. A unicorn is just a horse with a horn. Like, second it's not to a, a pegasus joke. because that's a flying fucking unicorn, and who doesn't love flying unicorns? See, so, a flying unicorn, that's pretty solid. But a regular unicorn is just a horse with a horn. Like, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, listen, listen, it's saying Harry Potter. Don't even judge. Do not judge that unicorn. I don't care about Harry Potter. What do you mean? Unicorns are amazing. So I was super excited, and they had, like, that awful, like, pastel hipster hair, and that made me more excited. So I'm like, this could be the best fake hipster, like, Korean unicorn comeback of all time. I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to love all of it. It's going to be amazing. And I found my new girl group, and they're going to flop hard. And I'm not even going to care because they're going to be called Unicorn, and it's going to be amazing. I'm super excited. <laughs> it would think better than a group called Unicorn would be, like, Old Cat Lady. Like, and I would be, like, right there. I would be so there for that. <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I saw the, the teaser for the music video, and it looked kind of sad. But I was like, whatever. It's going to be a cutesy girl group. They're called Unicorn. They can be cutesy. They'll throw glitter in the air, and it'll be fine. And then, and then I watched the music video. It was awful. It was really, really bad. It was like a seaside of, like, an A-Pink reject song. Like, it was terrible. And the girls had... <laughs> Absolutely zero stage presence. Zero. They cannot sing. Like, they didn't even try and cover it up. They didn't try and auto-tune it. They didn't try and, like, fix it. They just can't sing. There's, like, one girl that can kind of sort of sing. And the other ones, I think, are calling unicorns and cats because they're so high-pitched and screechy, they make G-Min sound like she sings normally. And it's just... It was bad. And it was terrible. And I was so upset and I was so mad because... All I wanted was a girl group called Unicorn. Like, that is everything that I dreamed of, and it has been shattered. To me, I was like, if they were willing to have a group and call it Unicorn, I was like, you know what, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just like, Unicorn, you know, I'm I, you know, I'm willing to go through a lot of girl group names. But I was like, Unicorn, that can't... Who doesn't know Unicorns? That, like, it would almost be as good as if there's a group called That can't produce anything. If there's a group called Copies, I don't even care if they shit sound and, like, fart noises. Like, I am there for that. <laughs> and apparently, uh, apparently they did a version of, uh, lip gloss. Um, a Korean yeah, version of lip gloss. Yeah, it really sounds like they're gonna, like, the chorus really sounds bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not like they did it on purpose. Don't don't take it the wrong way. They didn't do it on purpose. No, they didn't do it. It just it's exactly what it sounds like. But I don't think it was yeah. done on purpose. But yeah. Okay. It was so, just I was so upset because I was so looking forward to it. And it was gonna I kind of see where you're coming from, Shannon, because looking at their teaser photos, they kind of remind me of Hello Venus a little bit. Right? Like, like, and, I got so excited. And they're, in their beginning stages, at least how they're styled, but no, no. It's not, it's not the same thing. 
It was terrible, guys. Nobody listened to it. Just save your ears for <laughs> three minutes of trouble. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think Unicorn's going to... Um... They have oh, the stage also, presence. Uh... It's just not good. Oh, also, has anybody uh, paid any attention to MYB? Uh, a lot of people have been calling them Red Velvet Ripoffs. Uh, no, if you listen to our podcast from last week between me, yeah, and if you had done anything before, <laughs> you would know. I'm sorry, I'm behind. Okay, it's fine. We can. I know she hates me. She doesn't even put up my intro video. Yes, it's fine. It will be posted before this thing is posted. So you guys talked about NYB last week. Okay, that's good. Is that a boy group or a girl group? I don't even it's know. It's a girl group, and and there's some similarities to Red Velvet. So they're not um, the Men in Black. The Men no. in Black? No, they're not huh? the Men in Black at all. That's it might be Men in Black. Mm-hmm. You know, I got it. I got what you're putting down. But it's okay. Not, it's that would have been that. a pretty kick-ass concept. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Is there anything else? Um, you guys want to just like rant about or anything you want to talk about in K-pop or Korean entertainment? Um, that was uh, everything that I mentioned was that I I personally like noticed and found relevant this week. But um, if you, I want you guys to, you know, if you guys have anything that you want to particularly talk about, please bring it up. I think that's it for me. I mean, we kind of. This week is pretty boring. Yeah, not too much <laughs> happened this week. What about you, Noah? You haven't, Noah, you haven't been on the podcast. Probably in, asleep. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that he's probably asleep. Or back at the tub. Noah, are you still there? No. He's no. Out. Yeah, because he's done. <laughs> Noah, is there anything that you would like to talk about concerning Korean entertainment? Can can you let him sleep? He needs to live, all right? Right. <laughs> we already America already saved him once. We can't save him twice. Yeah, we already did it. We did our duty. <laughs> I'm gonna get a what bald every, Everyone right else. This. Everyone else. Uh, you said this week is pretty boring as far as news. Cause I was super excited for Unicorn, and then it failed. And then I was almost excited for GI, but I knew it was going to fail, and it did. That's pretty much That's it. That's good, because we'll have twice the amount of content for... Um, we don't have an FX comeback date officially yet, other than the end of September. Well, whenever Red Velvet is done, <laughs> will be when they come back. We'll just say that, whenever they're finished. <laughs> Probably not wrong. <laughs> I know, but remember, FX can never promote by themselves, heaven forbid. I just, I, you know what, I just have to say, it. that is just the most, I don't know why I find it so strange. It is the weirdest thing ever, like the whole FX Red Velvet thing. I think because there, they, there are so many, like, shades of FX and Red Velvet, and FX and Red Velvet are being treated so differently, and just everything that has transpired with those groups, it's just weird. It's just, it makes no sense. SM hates me. That's all you need to know. 
just ask them personally has a vendetta specifically against me. I'm starting to think you might not be wrong, to be honest. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, you enjoy this? Oh, I'm sorry, let me find a way to mess this up for you. My bad. No. I can't have anything It's nice. just, I, you know, I just, I just find it, like, I, like, to me, it's, 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 it's a weird situation is like Area 51. Like, it's just, I, I, it's one of those things, like, I, I feel like it's never going to be completely explained. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Like, I, I feel like with the, whenever I see Red Velvet promote something, I just, something inside me just doesn't feel right. Like, the easiest way I've had it ever right. explained to me is SM is the Titanic, <laughs> FX is Jack, and Red Velvet is Rose. Wow. That's not bad. Yeah. And I wanted to cry because I was like, that's not fair. That's not fair. It's so true. It's a ship that's sinking, and FX is going to have to die so Red Velvet can live. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I, like I said, I feel something, like, even, like, creepier, like, deeper, like, X-Files, like, deep with, with Red Velvet. Like I said, something in my soul, like, is not right when I see them sometimes. Well, Irene's a Martian. I've decided she's not... <laughs> Like I, I'm like I, I wanted like, not like them, but just be like, okay, they're like any other girl group, but something about them just like disturbs me on like a base base level, and I just don't, I just don't know what it is. It just it something it, it like I like I said, FX being involved, like something about that whole situation, it's just weird. It's weird and it's not right. What if Red Velvet is actually FX in, like, weird human bodysuits? Like, they skinned these poor girls alive, and XX wears their skin so they can have popularity. If it's <laughs> FX and drag. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Luna skinning some people if that meant she could have popularity. I mean, honestly, like, that kind of, like, that, that kind of thing, like, I've gotten to the point where I'm not even, like, that doesn't sound weird to me because it's just... Like I said, their whole, like, relationship, the whole, like, connection between the two groups is just so weird. And the way the SM is handling it is so weird. And then, like I said, like, with this, especially with this new concept that they're doing, this whole quirky, like, orange caramel type weird thing, it's just, it's just strange. It's just strange. It... I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just know that, if, you know, if I wanted to try, if I was trying to get into K-pop, I would stay away from SM. I don't care how, like, how high my chances of being popular would be. I, I would just, I would, I would be afraid to go into the S. If I went to South Korea and they were like, we'll give you a tour of, of the three big, the big three and all of their, uh, their their uh, agencies and their buildings and stuff. I would be afraid to go in the SM building. You might not come out the same. You might, get stuck in the <laughs> you might see your weapons from the ballad. You're gonna come back with a uh, plastic surgery and be like, I don't know what happened. They, just, they told me I could be prettier. <laughs> they told me I would be pretty and everyone would like me if I had this done and. 
I don't know what happened. It's like... Taeyeon personally told me I could be in Girls' Generation if I got my nose fixed. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess SM people, this always been, like, a rumor about SM. People feel like they're something that's not clean there, but... Yeah, Red Velvet is just a weird anymore. situation. I don't know. I wanted, I wanted to talk about the, like, long post that somebody wrote about all the scandals that SM had. I don't want to do it right now, but I wanted to do it when we had the smaller podcast because I thought Shannon was going to be there, but unfortunately she wasn't there. No, I wouldn't. Oh, why don't you want to talk about it now? Because it's really long, and I don't want to go through the whole thing right now. Okay. Well, if you we can do it at to... some point, but um, okay. I, like well, maybe if you want to host your own podcast just about uh, that yeah. post, then feel free. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um, do I don't like them that much. They don't deserve I'm that trying much. to get a hold of uh, some of our other members, uh, like Noah and Kiara, that may have left or fallen asleep, and see if they have anything else to add. I don't want them to be left out. I'm here. Um, <laughs> I just want to say happy 7th anniversary, 2 p.m. Yay! I, I did 2 p.m. I, 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 nice you know what? It's always you like know, a birthday or an anniversary. <laughs> no, I, 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 want, I, want, I want to end it. I feel so like, you know, like they're, they're that one like person that's like always there, like, that you can count on, that you know is it, 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 not going to change, and, you know, it, it, you just can always count on them, like, 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 full house, like, it's, it's just like, oh my you know, God. I can count on you, you can count on me, and <laughs> 2 p.m. is, is, is always going to be there doing their thing, and, and, you know, they're, they're just, you know, going to be out there, and enjoying, you know, performing, and, Forming shirtless for, you know, female fans. Bless them. Bless them. Yes. Every Truly bless them. Everyone. <laughs> so, it's Noah. He's dead. Leave him alone. <laughs> I just, I just, sleep. you know, I, I just feel like he had some things to get off his chest. I just, he, we saved his life already. We had him on. <laughs> he was involved for a little bit. Okay, just let him sleep. Let him live. He probably doesn't have his headset on. You're probably just yelling at him for no reason. <laughs> Let's be real. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. So, <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> if he wakes up... Um, Which won't be until a few hours from now. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, if he probably. wakes up and he's mad about it, then I'll take, I'll take the credit, okay? <laughs> okay. So if there's nothing else to talk, uh, anything else that anybody wants to bring up, uh, speak now, forever hold your peace. Uh, yeah. Keep our peace. All right. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, uh, again, uh, thank you, uh, everyone that tunes in every week and listens to us. Um, whether you're listening to us during work or while you're cleaning up, you know, cleaning the house doing some fall cleanup or whatever, you know, we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, you know, we, it's, you know, this is partially, you know, uh, kind of 
you know, for us to get together and just kind of hash out K-pop, but also for anyone else that just, you know, wants to hear other people talking about K-pop. Uh, uh, for a lot of us, we know what it's like to be in an area where there are people that don't listen to uh, or know anything about Korean music. So, um, like I said, this is kind of uh, kind of a pseudo haven for international fans. Um, so don't be afraid to um, to uh, to communicate with us and. Uh, be a part of the community. Um, it would be nice if we could, you know, develop a sort of community uh, uh, is within not your average netizens. Um, like I said, uh, we know what it's like. You know, it, it's always better when you have someone to talk to about, you know, whatever. You know, who's, you know, what boy band member is hottest or who's doing what or who's doing who or whatever. You know, without getting weird looking looking looks in people because you're not talking about like Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber and those, you know, people. Stupid Nicki Minaj calling Miley Cyrus out was hilarious. Alright, let's wrap it up. Tim! Tell everybody how they can contact us and talk to us and um, all that good stuff since that is that is your you that's my job that. apparently. All right, so thanks for <laughs> listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. Uh, please check out our website, notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com. Uh, we also have a Tumblr, notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com, which is normally ran by Shannon posting a bunch of pictures of all the people that she likes. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. Please comment, talk to us. Uh, I did go back and read all of the comments, uh, so I tried to think about how we could address some of them. Some of them were good suggestions. So thank you uh, for all the comments. But if you're listening to us um, on SoundCloud, please go uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Not Your Average Netizens. We should probably be the only thing that pops up. Uh, please rate and subscribe and leave us comments. We did get another comment recently. We talked about it in the last podcast. But thank you again. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, you can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us and talk to us directly, we have two avenues for that. Um, you can reach out to us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com with any questions or comments, concerns, or even what you want us to talk about. That would be awesome. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter um, at nyanetizens. Uh, so, yeah. Yay! Good job, Tim. I want to thank everybody for showing up tonight. Um, I love you, Noah, wherever you are. <laughs> And Scandinavia. Um, <laughs> it's a very uh, late, early. It, it's, it's a very um, inconvenient hour where he is. So we just appreciated him um, dropping in um, for um, as long as he could. Um, Kiara, Shannon, Tim, thank you for showing up for this episode. All the episodes will be up. Everything will be up. I'm behind. So... Just um, when these things come up, there will probably be some, uh, of course, there will be stuff that happened that will happen, you know, before we see it or hear it. 
and um, just you know, just listen to it for our opinions on those things. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for those of you that are listening to this episode, and we will catch you the next time, next week, if we're on schedule. I will try to keep that schedule. Um, and um, anything from anyone else? Nope, that's Bye. it. All right, everybody. Have a good night, a good week, good life. Stay, stay sweet, stay cool. Okay. He's struggling with that. Okay. He's struggling with that. Ash. We're just holding on to make it more time. Like, Come on. What did we I say know. when I was twelve? Say I was like, that's what I said when I was twelve. Okay, so yeah, but yes, thank you, everybody. Um. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Say bye.